to say it's very funny <laughs> considering that you're sitting here sewing up the side of your shirt with dental floss <laughs> whilst wearing a kilt and like a utility fanny pack. <laughs> like you came in with the full fit I am, for this episode I'm and I'm proud playing. of you. <laughs> uh, I'm role playing so that I, I can better embody what we're talking about. Yeah, I found out I'm allergic to a brand of athletic tape. Weird. Yeah, because I was like, what if I, for cosplay reasons, taped up my titties for the shirt and, you know, trying to follow TOS and whatnot, and then afterwards had a reaction, (laughs) which is not a gang girl move, I feel. No. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I can't hang out. My titties are itchy. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Blank Bodies. (laughs) Yes. A Vampire the Masquerade V5 Horror and Tabletop Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter, and as always, I'm joined by other hosts. Uh, sorry for all that rambling, guys. I'm John. I am Sarah, and I'm currently watching John try not to sew himself to his own shirt. I gotta pull it away. <laughs> I know there's gonna be like one stitch. <laughs> Just one one stitch. I have sewn a surprising amount of clothing while it was on my body. So, like, my, my patch pants that I used mm-hmm. to wear, every patch on them, including the ones on the butt, I wore while I I know. Was we lived together there. when you did a lot of that, and I did the exact <laughs> same thing, which I'm doing now, which is watching you to make sure you don't sew yourself to your own fucking clothes. <laughs> yeah, John, this is the meme moment of, you look like a sprinkles guy. <laughs> like, it, it looks like. Just remember, Toriador, not Zamitsi. Yeah. <laughs> Also, we have the lore bot. James. Yes. So uh, to go along with the uh, unhinged energy of this clan, we have decided to do a very uh, rowdy intro of some sort because we're doing clan episode. Clan episode. But Scangrel, this week y'all voted. This is your fault. Disrespect your surroundings. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about this one. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like they're one of the core clans, but they're the core clan that gets the most overlooked often. Yeah. Yeah, because they're just kind of like vibing in their own land like half the time. They were also part of the like old world. Like, why are they part of the camp? Yes. They're, they're, we had two of those and they're kind of not part of the clan camp anymore. Yeah. Two later. And I like that we our first three clan or like deep dive episodes. We had a very staunchly in the Camarilla. We had a very Sabat clan and now we have a Anarch clan. It worked out very serendipitously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good so, job voters. Thanks internet. Good did job. You did something right this time. Did you guys do that on purpose? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm proud. Yes. So, uh, this episode, much like the others, we're breaking down into two parts. This first part, we're talking about like traits, clan breakdown, general vibe check. Next episode will be a history deep dive. Uh, sources for this, we use the core book, clan, gang girl book, revised book, guide to Camarilla, lore clans, veil of night, Beckett's jihad diary, as well as videos by outstar Matt Dawkins, lore by night in the primogen. So the research was done for the clan that we are covering this time. So yeah, I read one of those. You read, (laughs) I'm so proud of you. I have the clan book here. Motherfuckers, I had to read this shit while also doing finals, while also living through another fucking historical event. I'll give it like two days. Uh, Anywho, who wants to read the quote? Let me see. We're more than just glorified bikers, but I accept the analogy. We don't put down roots. We take initiation into our group seriously. We accept no masters. 
your grandsire, he or she knelt before some blue blood and learned to take it like a bitch. You, if you kneel, I'll kill you myself. Rudy, anarch leader of the clan Gangrel. Rudy, 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 Rudy! Rowdy Rudy. That's a great movie. Right. Rowdy Rudy? No, the football movie Rudy. Oh. Don't worry about it. Yeah, um, no. I just I feel like with he a lot of gangrel. Yeah, I feel like a lot of gangrel stuff that just involves a lot of like rowdy screaming. Yeah. Which I'm trying to have the energy for, but you know the government took it, so it's fine. You want to mm-hmm. try this spicy tequila? It'll give you some energy. Uh, I need to shotgun like several more energy drinks, which I might <laughs> over the course of this. We'll find out. So, uh, what the fuck is this clan of gangrel? What is their vibe and their nature? Uh, their biggest uh, known trait is the feral nature of the beast. So they have a lot of strong ties with nature, both animal and, you know, tree. Just kind of being outside. <laughs> Fucking hippies. Uh, they are known to be often very territorial and stubborn. Uh, a lot of people will jokingly refer to them as vampire furries, or you guys probably should have just played werewolf. <laughs> yes. It's okay. We've got a fl- we've got a flavor for that in every single vampire clan. Yeah, we we do all this ribbing with love. Yeah, we, they just haven't brought back the fairy vampires. Uh, that's a whole thing. Uh, yeah. So there is a uh, long-standing uh, beef between vampires and werewolves in World of Darkness. We will cover that more in depth soon in a different episode. Yeah. Yes. Out of all of the clans, though, uh, Gangrel is the one that you might be able to get away with hanging around Lupines or the Guru for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Probably they're... not for long, though. Yeah, you can do like a drive-by meeting where everybody's like, we like nature. Yeah, you might find one where we'll like, you cool? Okay, don't be here, but like, you know, we're going to be cool for this one time. I like the idea of a gangrel and a guru uh, joining the same hiking club. Yeah. And they just go on hikes together once, really like, once a month. Either way, or the meat cute of just like a vampire and a werewolf being like, we're about to bor- uh, burn down this corpo to save nature. And they're just like, wait, you too. <laughs> that could be a fun one, Sean, yeah, honestly. Go, like vampires, like we got to burn down this Pentax building and then they just run into a group of lupines and then they have to join forces. Because <laughs> yeah, they're just like, we're on the same. You're not protecting them, right? But, oh, oh, you're Let's actually go. gonna burn right. Oh, okay, okay. All right. We're not gonna fuck with you until. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a little truce. We'll, we'll truce. But yeah, the th- we did mention that they're very territorial. So are werewolves. So even though they're into the same shit, they're like, yeah, but this is my land, not your land. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a recent event in a game I've been playing with some friends online. There's a uh, gangrel in our party, and he has an ex that is a lupine but they were dating before he got turned. And apparently there's some still residual tension. And mm. this culminated in the Lupine's current husband, who is also a Lupine, coming to the gang girl's house and like destroying the cabin and being like, this isn't your property anymore. Go on, get. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And we're all just like, I guess you're moving, man. I don't know. <laughs> no, revenge. Go and fuck his wife. That's the thing, though, is she reached out to him for help on a very specific situation, and apparently that's caused a lot of tension in the marriage. It's very funny, and apparently my character is the only one that's like aware of the entire breadth of the tea, and I'm like, I won't tell the rest of the coterie, but this is very entertaining to me. I just mm. want you to know. No, fuck that guy. Also, uh, I'm going to help you move. No, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck his wife, 
ask if she's into golden showers, and if she's consenting, pee on her. Where'd like that come from? Because he's a werewolf. Yeah. 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 Okay. Exactly. I was gonna say this got oddly specific for a moment. Hey, I'm just saying, ask for consent first because that's how you say fuck you, but also mm-hmm. respectfully. That is true. Uh, other things about Clan Gangrel, they are known to be outsiders, wanderers, and outcasts. Uh, fun thing I did learn, Gangrel is an actual word. It comes from early Scots, and it means vagrant. Oh. No surprise. Yeah, I, I grew up speaking Scots. I've never heard anybody say Gangrel yeah. to mean vagrant. Uh, oh, is it pronounced Gangrel? Uh, gangrel, probably. Gangrel? I, probably Gangrel. Gangrel. Yeah. Gangrel. I, cool, I like that. At least the part of Scotland I'm from, that's probably how it would be said. There might be other parts that say it mm-hmm. would say it different. Yeah. I, I don't fucking no. travel the whole country. No, I like that. Sounds uh, like gang girl. Gang girl, heck. Gang girl. Like the closest I had to that was uh, my mother, based on my uh, state of dress, would refer to me as a tink. Oh. Which is a pejorative for a homeless person who is usually unwashed and unkempt. Okay. And <laughs> I'm just like, no, mother, I'm punk. It's different. I planned this. I'm not houseless. <laughs> Mother, I'm the opposite of a twink. What do you mean? <laughs> I am, I'm literally the opposite of a twink. I am the anti-twink. Uh, fun thing with Gangrel, though, is they are known to be storytellers. Uh, uh-huh. They have many centuries, not millennia, of sharing their collective history through oral traditions like you see in many cultures around the world, which is... A fun thing. So they're not just a bunch of dirty vagrants that are just like punching things and rolling around in the dirt like a chinchilla. They're like the. <laughs> I, I'm thinking now every gangrel has a huge love of Bob Dylan. I would not be surprised. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it just comes with the blood. Willie Nelson is a gangrel. <laughs> oh, cannot yeah. convince me otherwise. Yeah. I, I fully agree with that. Like, that definitely makes sense. We're just like. Yeah, no. And nobody'd fuck with him. Mm-mm. No, no. The, he he is he is protected. He is so pleasant, but he also gives off the vibe of can throw hands. Mm-hmm. Effectively. He's also somehow protected by the fairy, so <laughs> Oh hell yeah. 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 Uh generally people in Gangrel tend to find vampire politics distasteful and hold a strong sense of honor, tradition, and ritual within their own ranks. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, I don't care about all this intergenerational bullshit. I don't care about the territorial, the sectarian fucking shit. But within house, they're just like, look, we have ways we do things here. And if you don't follow, you're a little bitch Mm -hmm. and we will hit you. (laughs) Picks up club. (laughs) (laughs) They also tend to be very proud and secretive about their own stuff. So they're like, we're going to tell you how you get into our ranks. But you know, if you do good, then there's like super, Super about it. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I know we haven't done an episode on them yet, but how do they get along with the Ravnos? Actually, yeah. we'll talk about that. We yeah. will? Okay. Yes, that will be touched upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in researching a lot of stuff and like the general vibe for Gangrel, it does kind of remind me a lot of when we all lived in that like crust punk house together where like we had our own way of doing things. And we try to be supportive, but if people did shit wrong, it's just like, oh, so-and-so's a poser. Mm. Has a lot of that energy. Yeah. (laughs) And just like, oh, God, you just, uh, oh, God, like the disdain we had for like the trust crusts, like trust fund crusts. 
that was like, yeah, we're riding the rails and I got a dog with a bandana and I have a cigar box banjo. And I was like, yeah, but you're also like paying for things off your fucking 401k that your parents set up for you. Like, fuck off. <laughs> you put yourself in this situation. Yeah. yeah. You dumb fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Am I bringing back some core memories? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of, because those ones were always the worst ones, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the actual train kids were usually pretty all right, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. Um, it was the ones that were like, well, if I get stuck in, you know, Cincinnati for too long, I can just, you know, get a ride from mom or dad or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I can get away home. I'll just get a hotel room. Yeah, or I'll just get a hotel room for a few days or, you Yeah, know. oh, yeah, no. Then it's just like... Like, the trust fund crusts were the ones that would, like, come to a shoulder house, and they'd be like, oh, I've been busking all day, and I'd be very opinionated. And But they were also, like, stealing other people's cigarettes, and would, like, eat food out of our fridge and shit, and then afterwards we'd be like, oh, you could have just paid for everything, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. ah. But that's kind of how Gangrel are. They're like, yeah. yo, if you want to be part of the group, you can be part of the group. Just don't be a dick. Like, like we have Follow a way the of rules that we have here. Yeah, we, we have a way of doing things here and it might be different. If you go to another city, they have their own way of doing things. I'm like, just, just learn the fucking rules and don't be an asshole. <laughs> Otherwise we'll hit you. <laughs> <laughs> they usually, they usually have a, well, you didn't know the rules. That's your only strike. Yeah, then we're going to hit you. Depending on the chillness of the yeah. girl. Cause there might be some that's like wrong son died punch. <laughs> And if you're a gang girl or not, I think that's a yeah important distinction there too. Yeah, that is that is very true. Uh, you get one freebie. Yeah, uh, a lot of gang girl are known to be loyal and passionate allies, but the respect has to be earned. Uh huh. Mm. So like usually they're just kind of like mm, I don't trust things. I don't get off my lawn. Yeah. But if you can make friends with that asshole, mm-hmm. they will fucking show up and ride at dawn every goddamn time. <laughs> I'm starting to see why you're saying that character is actually very accurate to the clan. Yup. <laughs> a lot of gang girls are known to be warriors, hunters, and survivalists. Uh, this is a clan with a lot of contradictions while they are sullen and scruffy loners. Uh, a lot of them will also be like really polished and articulate academics. Like you get this whole range of people hmm. of all sorts of different walks of lifestyles, all sorts of different uh, racial and cultural backgrounds. Uh, you can do everything from like the uh, paramilitary guy who's just like, I've seen too much shit and da, 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 and just tends to be by himself to just party monster kind hmm. of guy who's just like, yeah, no, I just love socializing. Everything's great. You guys want to take a bump to, hmm. you know, uh, to yeah, like he, a bioecologist. But yeah, you could totally get people that are into like science STEM. I'm here for protecting the trees. Mm hmm. Uh, there's even like corporate gangrel who are just very aggressive business people because they're like, no, I'm top. Mm. We're uh, selling this. I like yeah. it. Um, and then you got the gangrel who like chains himself to a tree. Yeah. That, that one's kind of the stereotype. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of fun. Uh, the gangrel are known also as the wolves, ferals, barbarians, and the clan of beasts. The Clan of Beasts. So this is the rough vibe check of Gangrel. It's like generally nature hippery kind of standoffish asshole, but also generally not the worst. Hmm. Until you get into who they embrace. Then we start getting into the uh-ohs. 
So the people who the gang girl tend to embrace are often people that are seen as survivors. You get like ex-cons, explorers, people who will fight back during a feeding. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's almost like in those cases, it seems like it's almost a bruja kind of thing. It's just in the heat of passion. Yeah, like you, they that... start to bite on you and then you like punch them in the face and they're like, oh, you're scruffy. All right. Yeah. Uh, bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's those kind of people, uh, people that are able to, uh, get through and survive really tough situations that go, ah, okay. They, they got the, they got the boxy. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's, let's, let's embrace this guy and just see what happens. Can right. they keep making it work? Uh, you also get uh, leaders, so like boardroom executives, gang leaders. You might get people that are, you know, in charge of, you know, climate activists, mm -hmm. those kind of people. Uh, also, this was the vague term that was described in the V5 book as a uh, beast, violent criminals and adrenaline junkies. Yeah. Gang girl will just be like, oh, this guy's a little psycho. Look at him. He's so spicy. What if I just embrace it and see what happens? What if Bronson got... Uh, oh, Charlie Bronson? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Charlie that... Bronson? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my God. Right? <laughs> Him He's so big. Girl. Yeah. He's so big. He was terrifying as a human. <laughs> Does that also mean that, like, cry, uh, Johnny Depp's crybaby would have been embraced? Because he was just like, let's just play chicken, and I'm just going to break the car. I'm like, God yeah. damn, man. Calm yeah. down. So at least following in that archetype of people who are more in tune with their bestial nature, it does highlight that, you know, just sociopaths, like... Just people that are like, you know, it's like, yeah, 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 no, I'll bring a gun to them all. Fuck it. Let's see what happens. Fuck society. Like Ted Kaczynski kind of guys. Yeah. But then they also, I made a note of like, oh yeah, no, people that are just like extreme sports and no. doing reckless shit. Oh, the rugby shit, like, bros. Rugby bros, like base jumpers. Hmm. So people, going back to the term beast, I would almost instead use the term feral. Yeah. And like people are just like kind of like one step a little further out there than there, everyone else. The entire generation Z. Yeah. <laughs> All the Zoomers. Good. <laughs> Does that mean that like Gangrel would look at like wingsuit people and just be like, yes, get them all. It's a flying squirrel. Fuck it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I couldn't. Exactly. Yeah. So you're like, oh, what's that dude doing? Oh, that's great. <laughs> Anyone who works for like the stunt team of Red Bull yeah. is subject <laughs> to being embraced by Gangrel. Actually, all stunt all stunt people ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a not zero chance. Actually, Ooh. I think <laughs> I think that's a uh, uh, an archetype we, in the old. We book. actually have the book on us, guys. We're doing yeah. the research. Yeah, well, oh, Kurt Russell and Death Proof. Hunter Hell beat yeah. me to it. Yeah. What was the Hunter the, beat me to it? Stunt oh yeah. Is actually a, it, uh, an archetype in, in the, the old, old book. book. Yeah, I forgot. God, I missed Hell that. Yeah. The old plan book. No, I missed that fucking art. Oh my god. Dude, that art style is so oh, good. so so good. I do that, love the art in the newer books though as well. Like yeah, I like uh, the I like the photos, but I just miss that like angular like. Mm, mm -hmm. There's it may have affected my art style <laughs> if you've looked at anything I've illustrated. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, the last major uh, group that tends to get embraced by gang girl is storytellers. So this could be singers, independent artists. Um, you could probably honestly other kinds of artists that might get in based on storytelling is you know like traditional indian folk dancing the movements of the dance are actually to articulate a story so those kind of people um uh, honestly you might get like fire dancers and all sorts of cool shit yeah so this is a fun like hey so if you want to be involved in this clan and you're just like hey i don't know that much about like nature survival or like i've watched a bear girl show once i don't know what to do 
you have a whole other venue of perspective mm-hmm. you could take and still be valid. Anyone who's a little wild, whether it be in dance or... Yeah, like you could do, like, I don't see why you couldn't have like tattoo artists mm-hmm. that were particularly into like, no, 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 I, I'll do whatever tattoos, but I prefer ones that people have like a story and, and intimate kind of connection to the artwork that I'm working on. Uh, crafters, jewelry people, all sorts of shit. Mm-hmm. I have a friend whose dad is a professional storyteller. That is his career. What? Yeah. That like, is his actual career. That's, that's what amazing. he does for a job. That's amazing. Yeah, isn't it neat? I, I Wait, love do you mean like ST or like... No, like he goes yeah, to he... venues and tells stories to people. Ah, that's what I thought. He's yeah. he's a Jarl? No, Skald. Skald. Yeah, Skald, yeah. Yeah, Jarl yeah. yeah, yeah. is the guy that sits weird on the throne. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know enough about like that culture. <laughs> but I'm like, I know there's a word for that. That's effectively like they're bard, but not like a bard. So there was a time... He's also plays like fucking all the weird folk instruments you can think of. Hell yeah. There was one time that um, my friend and I came back from a skate. We had gone to uh, Crown Hill mm-hmm. and we were skating all over Crown Hill. And it's a that's a rough skate. There's a lot of hills. Yeah. Crown Hill, um, for those who do not know, is a cemetery in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. There's really nice roads in it and it's pretty empty usually. It also has the highest point in Marion County. I bombed it that day <gasps> on my skates. Oh, no. And I literally drifted in my skates it was nuts so oh. cool thought i was gonna die anyway <laughs> at least you're already home. in the cemetery huh at least you're already in the right cemetery. my thought was like if i fall i'm gonna roll and probably like break myself on one of these tombstones but then i'll be on a tombstone like yeah. they can just dig a hole and dump me in it's whatever right synchronicity right so anyway um we get back to his house and we're laying in the grass just like kind of exhausted and his dad comes out and he's got one of those like inverted steel drums mm-hmm. and he just starts playing it on their deck like nothing's there and i'm just like fuck yes <laughs> fuck yes i'm just gonna lay in this grass and listen to this shit <laughs> yeah anyway yeah i just i you said storytellers and yeah. i was like oh my gosh oh god oh More my memory. gosh my friend's dad would be a gangrel <laughs> they used to have a really big festival here in indiana and i don't know if they do it anymore but they used to have like a huge storyteller festival mm-hmm. where they would set up tents in the park and they would have times it's like almost like warp tour like a music fest but they would have like specific times certain artists were like telling stories and ah. it would kind of give like a name of what they're and you would just go and walk around i did it as a kid and like i took some storytelling lessons stuff it was really cool i really liked it at the time yeah, yeah. he does a lot of stuff with like uh with schools he'll go into schools and like teach kids how to properly like write out a story and like how to convey even like weird emotion stuff through stories yeah um, it's cool stuff. He does that, and he did like he got hired by the park service at one point to go through and do tours around the parks and like tell the history of like the national park systems, stuff That's like that. That's super cute. Yeah, it's neat stuff. Hell yeah, I'm here for the wholesomeness. Uh, speaking of wholesomeness, uh, gang girl tended to embrace from all walks of life, lending them to be one of the more diverse clans out of the thirteen. So. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, we don't care what your economic class is, race, creed, religion, whatever. Like, can you be strong and survive? That's cool. Beyond that, meh. I mean, that's that's admirable. Yeah. I mean, they're vampires, so there's going to be a catch, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of a fun, just like, yeah. So if you're going to have uh, any of those themes in your story and then there's a gangrel, that might be an interesting note to be like hey, why do you give a fuck about X, Y, and Z? That seems fucking stupid. Yeah. So, fun note to be had. Yes, so the process for being embraced within Gangrel typically 
follows a vague, rough, vague uh, ritual pattern. Mm -hmm. You do not have to do this all the time, but there might be ramifications for that within your story. Uh, the reasons for embrace varies from situation to situation. Some will do it because of love. Some will do it out of hate. Some will do it out of utility for sport, spite. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of reasons why you might just be like that one. Yeah. Could be like, you know, it's like, well, I really like this person. I want to be with them forever. Or they're just like, fuck that guy. I want him to suffer. Or just like, he seems fast. <laughs> he seems fast. <laughs> he, he seems he go. Like, he go. He seem like he'll do good. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, gang girl reasons for Embrace is spite, where they just look at somebody and go, this guy's a dick. I don't think he's going to make it. <laughs> I'm going to make his last moments on Earth fucking hell. That's brutal. And I'm just like, yeah. And then it just turns into a cat in the corner that's just hissing. just <laughs> Spicy feral kitten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so many uh, gang girl prefer to give their child a good story for their Embrace. And this is referred to as The Hunt. Mm. Yeah, this is where it gets a little problematic. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's not uncommon for a gang girl to chase down their prospective childer before embrace, like literally hunt them down. Huh? There's like, well, I'm gonna go get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, basically you're. I'll get more into details on this later on, but your ranking within gang girl itself was based on like stories that you tell. So if the story of your embrace is not particularly of interest, then no one that's cares. not a good start. Mm -hmm. hmm. <laughs> that's kind of accidentally like cutting somebody's knees out up from under them even before they hit into unlife. Right. So if they if your sire can set up your embrace to be somehow dramatic or interesting or of note, they will fucking do it. Yeah. Are you saying they catch you somewhere that there's a cliff nearby and they chase you around until you end up at the cliff and your back's to the cliff. Yeah. And they're they... just like, what's he going to do? Is he going to fucking fight me? Is he going to just try to avoid me and jump off the cliff? Is he going to beg and cry? Right. Let's see what he does. Huh? So are you telling me that uh clan furry vampire is the drama? Yes. They like, Weird. they yeah, are the drama. Weird. They like, they like that stuff. Uh, it is customary to ensure that your childer has a full stomach before you leave them to fend for themselves. So you do the embrace and then they're either going to chuck human at you or they'll just fill you with their Vitae and they're like, all right, cool. You got one meal. And then they fuck off and be like, all huh. right, figure it out. Sink or swim. Huh? <laughs> Shitty. Yeah. Uh, most gangrel sires, if they're, worth any of their salts they'll like vaguely be around just to like kind of keep an eye on you but you're basically on your own and this is often referred to as the kids night out trial period is this the rumspringer yeah it's basically rumspringer or you know like literally your dad or your like weird uncle just like literally pushing you into the deep end of the pool while like drinking a budweiser and just being like well i mean if they're gonna drown i'll grab them but like they gotta figure it out yeah you got pushed not thrown uh my father was not involved in my learning to swim process. <laughs> but, okay. you know, the trope where they're just like, well, I hope they figure it out. No. And, uh, yeah, if you pass the vibe check, you get re basically properly introduced to the clan. If you fail, uh, you either are abandoned and left to your fate, or if you fuck up bad enough, your sire will just come and execute you because they're like, well, that was a masquerade breach. Nope. Hmm. That was a trial fuck-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually going to say, um, th that is the most common. 
um, if they're actually going to sire their children. Uh, mm-hmm. Gangrel is also the clan with the most like, well, you're a vampire now. See you later. Good luck. Yeah. They will just turn people and leave you in the woods and be like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. You may never see them again. Oh, yeah. There's I, one of my favorite Gangrel NPCs. Like That's their whole background is they were on a military mission, got embraced in the jungle, and we're like, all right, I need to take out these three targets. I'll see you in the U.S. And he's like, I'm in South America. What the fuck? Uh, but yeah. he did it. Yeah, didn't that happen with Beckett, too? Like, he does not know who his sire is. He just got, like, sired and then just... Yeah, which, uh, fun little uh, note. I, I, I will shift my notes around a little bit oh, because we're on the topic. It's fine. Yeah, if you run into a caitiff... Uh, Gangrel make up the most amount of the caitiff who are actually of a clan, quote unquote, but just unclaimed. Because mm-hmm. caitiff tend to be this kind of catch-all group for sometimes embrace goes wrong and you just end up being this like, yeah, you're of a generation, but you're not, you don't really fit in any clan. And other times it's a, you just don't know who your your papa mama is and you're just kind of like, well, I guess I'm unclaimed, but I'm not a thin blood. So burnt. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, it, that can be a little confusing in the writing, but there are you, you essentially have to take it as two different kind of caitiff. There's clan, caitiff, mm-hmm. who are something goes wrong, and then there are just anyone who was basically not raised at all, mm-hmm. and they don't really know what's going on. So you're you're caitiff until you get a paternity test, basically. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing Tremere are good for. Vampiric uh, paternity tests. Technically, Bana Hakim <laughs> can do that too. Oh, cool. Then they're not even useful that much. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah, guys. Again, just like. You did that to yourself. <laughs> I, I Look, we are an informative podcast. And I have to share. You the must truth. shed the light of truth. Unfortunately, <laughs> on yeah. Things. Yeah, they're like, we. you could be a vampire mage. You'd be like, oh, yeah, the Tremere, that's a great idea. Or you could be a Bana Hakim. You'd be like the same thing, but uh, slightly less problematic. <laughs> yeah, depending on how you do it, because it can also yeah. quickly become very much yeah. more problematic. I'm just thinking of like an anarch run city where it's basically like Tremere Springer. Mm-hmm. You are not the sire. And just like some <laughs> guy doing like a weird dance. Dude, fucking, there are probably <clears throat> Tremere who make bank off of Kadif by doing the paternity test ritual. What is that ritual called? Um,. I think it's taste of blood yeah. and then there's a combo. It's basically a combo where there's like a spell and a ritual that if you do them both together, you can basically like solve the whole problem. Mm, okay. Um, but proceeding on forward with the Gangrel, yep. uh, many in Clan Gangrel don't really give that much of a fuck about the traditions of progeny or accounting. Mm-hmm. Even mm. before they left the tower, like if you read the fluff text uh, of Gangrel who are in the Camarilla back in the older books, they're just like, eh, you're just going to embrace who you want. Fuck them. Like, don't get caught, obviously, because then we have to, like, shame you because, you know. Right. They found out, but eh. It's also kind of, I feel like, maybe ties into that whole, like, sink or swim, kid. Because, mm-hmm. like, if we embrace you and you do well, it's not really going to matter. You can introduce yourself in a bit. Um, yeah. No. Like, we're, where if you're you going to just... meet the gang and then we can take you to Elysium and do the whole whatever. Right. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like... You don't do that, and you're just running through the streets, like, trying to eat all the cats you see. Well, they might not even have to kill you. Camarilla might see you and be like, oh, well, that one's weird. Yeah, because it seems like a lot of vampire clans have, like, a little extra step to just, like, I am introducing my child there. Because, like, we already covered Venture. We were like, 
no, you're going to go through a rigorous fucking yeah. process to be made sure that you can be acceptable and present to the clan. And Gangrel's just like, I want to make sure you're not a bitch. If you're not a bitch, eh, then I'll introduce you to my clan and then the court. Yeah, say so they're a little closer to like Lasombra in that because Venture even starts before you're even turned. They mm. will start grooming people to be vampires, like as humans. Yeah. Whereas like Lasombra is definitely in that, like, all right, we turned you. Welcome to Hell Year, basically. <laughs> hell Year is every year, and it's going to get worse every year. <laughs> yeah. You better not bitch. Oh, yeah, I just remember in our Venture episode, we also had the like, okay, good, you're, you're turned. Now the second interview happens, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Venture have much more of, it's a formalized process, you know, with like the Agogi and uh, meeting the board. and. The, the, I, my main point you're is, correct. I just think it's funny that it's like, technically the tradition is you change supposed to be you change them and you introduce them and there's like a lot of clans are like nay 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 no well you don't want to become an embarrassment you don't want to be like all right here's this thing that i brought in it's pretty much just a stray cat isn't it neat where the prince is like it's pissing on my rug yeah like yeah you you want to train the cat first at least get it groomed i just feel like they have to be like we need you to introduce your childer when your childer's ready like just be honest and be like we can wait a bit Right. Yeah, which on that note, uh, those gangrel who have quote unquote soft sires uh, will shepherd them through the early nights, and those kind of gangrel tend to get mocked and mm. are cautioned against within the clan as being weak. Interesting. So if you have a sire that gives a fuck about you and is like, okay, kid, sit down, I'm going to explain what the fuck's going on, and we're going to, like, you know, actually be a decent stepdad. Yeah. Uh, everybody else in the clan's going to look at you and go, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> forever i'm just thinking letter kenny yeah it's very little Get, you know <laughs> what the pretty much dudes? yeah Fisk. honestly letter kenny does have a lot of the gang girl vibe like yeah. correct <laughs> why are you taking off your shirt bud what are we doing <laughs> i'm just we thinking fight, the, are we fucking i'm just thinking the hockey dudes yeah like, Fisk. i heard your dad loved you bitch yeah <laughs> jonesy Basically, yeah. <laughs> also, forever the episode where they fight <laughs> the Nazis in the park. Yes. Yes. So good. So, what are some of the in clans and socialized behaviors of the gang girl? There is no formal structure within the clan. Good job, guys. Yeah. Uh, respect is basically earned and given due to strength and reputation among your peers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So does it have to be specifically strength or can it be purely based on... you Like, if you're a bookworm, but, like, you are a fucking good-ass bookworm... Yeah. That is also reason to be a higher status. Yes. Uh, you probably would need to be able to throw some sort of hands. Mm-hmm. But if they're, like... You know, it's like, eh, I mean, he's not the best at fighting, but, like, goddamn, he's got all the info and da 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 Right. It, it, or it, you do... You go on adventures... That are of note in such a way where people go like, ah, shit, that's so fucking cool. They might let you not being as strong. Like, mm. I, I'm assuming they also respect the, the thought process of I will defeat you with friendship and this gun I found. Yes. Yeah. I say you don't even really have to be able to fight as long as you have all the knowledge and you can tell it in a cool way. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. The stories. The only problem with I that love- is if they decide to step to you. You'll... I love the idea of somebody trying to step step up to like the storyteller, and he's like, "All right, this reminds me of this one time," and everybody's like, "Oh," and then it just turns into story time. Mm-hmm. The yeah. fight is de-escalated. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then entirely... An hour later, they're like, "Wait, 
when are we going to fight? And he's like, yeah, but actually, that actually reminds me of this time, too. The entire no. altercation is derailed by the power of ADHD. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You just roll that into an intimidation check where at the end of the story, and then it's like, and then I turn that fucker into paste. <laughs> yeah, just slowly, like, unbuttoning your vest while you're talking and rolling up sleeves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, the presentation might be enough to get you through this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's very much in, like, animal culture. Yeah. A lot of animals don't actually want to fight to hurt each other a lot of the time. It's more of like a, I will fuck you up. I will fuck you up. Until the person's like, oh, okay, you're yeah. real fucking up. Because Look how big I am. Exactly. Red panda standing up with their arms up. I'm so big. <laughs> I'm so big and scary. Sorry, that's the best part of fucking the red panda movie. Just every time May is in, is scared, just, I'm big. <laughs> it's, it's a very cute thing that they do. It is. Yes. Well, there are very few gangrel that exist within the Camarilla, uh... Basically, there's a reason for that. Even before V5, the gang girl fucked off. They left the tower. Yep. Yeah. Uh, due to reasons we'll get into in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interesting thing is they pretty much as a clan decided to do this without really having a formal like communication network. Hmm. So it's Weird. interesting how they did that. Yeah. And one thing... I would note is that in the old book, it talks about how while there's no formal hierarchy, the individual cities or towns may have their own, like kind of even whether they be like a tribal or some other sort of hierarchy, but that those typically won't translate. Like if you're the leader in New Orleans of the gangrel and you go to Chicago, all the other gangrel, they'll be like, oh, cool. You started. You're at the bottom again. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Yeah, it's very <laughs> Give actually me... anarchic that way. <laughs> oh, no, I was just like, only way you're going to get up status is if you can give me a good resume, motherfucker. Yeah, that is very true. Uh, yeah. A lot of the gang girl tend to be nomadic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tend to just kind of move around as they please and also kind of claim territory as they see fit. And many, even before the clan left the Camarilla formally, uh, didn't really follow the traditions all that much. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of just did their own thing. The cam's just like, well, guy, yes, God, God fucking damn it. God damn it. You guys are really good at fighting and defending territories. So like we strategically need you, but God <laughs> fucking damn it. Can you just not? I feel like the only one they'd really care about other than like not being like known is like the, the Haven one that just, this is my house. Yeah. It feels like a gangrel one ripping, where they're just like, fuck you. Exactly. Like, ripping through the traditions real quick from the gangrel yep. perspective. Uh, some, with in regards to the tradition of hospitality, uh, would not bother <laughs> with uh, presenting themselves. Just They would just like, roll through town and just pretend to be anarchs, even though they were technically part of the camp. They're just what? like, yeah, instead of like, oh, I'm in a new city. I should go like introduce myself to the court, the prince. They'd just be like... I'm an anarch and just kind of do what they're doing and fuck off. <laughs> Does that mean that like the cam really just hit that point where they were like, this is not worth the effort. They're going to be here maybe a month at the most. And then they'll fuck off. It's like, as long as he's not fucking with anything, fine. Yeah. It's a, I will note though, pretend to be anarch thing. That was before the anarchs were all swing on site. Yeah. <laughs> that's before it was all on site. Cause up until literally 2008, the Anarchs were considered part of the Camarilla. Because they weren't Sabbat. Because they weren't Sabbat. Yeah. They're just, it was just kind of like having uh, a younger sibling that's just like, fuck you. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but you're in the house, man. Like, you're sharing the Xbox. You really got to fucking calm down. Yeah, what are you going to do? You still ate a PB&J with me. I, we made eye contact. 
<laughs> Our tips touched. Like you have to be chill. <laughs> but, let's yeah. get let's get past docking. Yes. So now are yeah. you going to pick up this N64 controller and let me beat your ass in Super Smash or not? Yeah. Right, because I will kick your ass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was hospitality. Rights of destruction. Uh, basically, what happens on the road stays on the road. So, mm. like, you know, technically, you're, you're supposed to ask for permission to destroy another vampire, but because so many Gangrel are nomadic and just would travel around, they're just like, well, I'm technically not in a city. <laughs> Nobody knows. Fuck it. Huh. No. So they're just like, yeah, I'd just be taking heads. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, domain. Uh, while they may trespass in areas, they will be respectful to those who have earned their respect. So, so if you if they don't care about you, they're not gonna give, give a, a shit. shit about stepping on your turf. Yeah, it's like I I don't give a fuck what the prince said. Like I'm walking here. Right. What are you gonna do? I, stop I'm me? I'm walking here. I'm eating here. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Stop me. Yeah, but if they think you're cool, they'll be like, "Hey man, it's their house." <laughs> yeah. Right. And they might even go to the point of if anybody fucks with your house, they'll just be like, "Fucking what?" That's his fucking house. <laughs> How dare you fuck with Maeve? She's cool as fuck. <laughs> God help you if you trespass against them, though. This yeah. is not a two-way oh, yeah. street. <laughs> if they decide this is mine, yeah, it's pretty much theirs. You're fucked. That's mm -hmm. exactly what I was saying. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I'm pretty sure like that's the one they're going to be like, not in my house, motherfucker. And we're just like, when the fuck did you ask for permission? Like, you didn't announce that this was yours. And like, I live here, so therefore I've given enough announcement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you see my coffin bed? Just like cracking knuckles and just being like, all right, you want to catch these hands? Or like... And you're just like, I really don't. I actually really don't. <laughs> Loading up a shotgun, <gasps> blue, uh, like hot fuzz, just shame. Basically. <laughs> like, I was getting bored, fuck. <sighs> yes, uh, this is where we get into the issues with the Ravnos. Uh, in the lore of Gangrel and the older books, they do have a lot of ties with the Roma peoples, mm. which is where the tension between them and the Ravnos kicks in. Because the Ravnos also claim the Romani people as, like, their little protected humans. Right. Mm -hmm. So the two clans just kind of butt heads about that. Hmm. Uh, you can decide if you want to include that in your game or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say if you're going to read a lot of the older texts for Gangrel, unfortunately, there's a lot of really liberal use of the gypsy slur. Hmm. Yeah. And I don't know enough about Roma culture to know how culturally accurate... Or respectful a lot of the older texts are it was written by white people in the 90s so mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh one thing i would note in the first book that made me kind of go yeah. is um there's basically there's i believe it's from the perspective of a gangrel mm -hmm. um talking about um the ravnos and the romani people and it's basically that really shitty chris rock bit about how there are black people in there in words but oh. it, it's basically when they're talking oh. about how they their domain over the romani where it's like we are the gangrel we are the of the romani people the ravnos are the g words Ooh, huh. that's, <laughs> i missed that yeah or i deleted it from my brain i don't know but holy shit <laughs> no yeah that's brutal. so bad also there's a lot of um uncomfy appropriation of a lot of terminology and cultural things from the first nations mm -hmm. in Ooh. a lot of the early gang girl stuff. That's really uncomfy. Honestly, I that's not like surprising. It, it is not surprising. Yeah. Um, I think it being able to uh, 
put forward First Nations and Roma cultures through your game is fucking great and should be done, but uh, this was not it, fam. Yeah. And I want to give everybody the warning of like, hey, if you want to read the old books, that's cool. There's going to be some uncomfy shit. Mm-hmm. And you could just not do that in your game. You could just not. Right. That could We could clip that and that's just description of old world. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of uncomfy shit you could just... Not, not do that. Yeah. We've we've learned to not because we like other humans and you know, being I <laughs> well, like having had, friends. We had a bump there for a bit in the V five stuff. And Ugh. then we had to correct it. Yeah, there was yeah, we will yeah. hopefully get to a point where we can do the controversies of Vampire the Masquerade episode. Oh, that's gonna be like a nine part episode. <gasps> yeah, yeah, strap in. But currently that's where we're at with the gang grill, the on their uh uncomfy cultural things. So mm-hmm. do with that as you will. I trust you all to be respectful human beings. Nah. Uh, I'm going to wrap up on that on a fun note of storytelling is hierarchy. So they don't necessarily have to uh, fight each other to the uh, torpor to decide who's top. Hmm. You can just be really good at like swapping stories. And it's not only just the presentation of your story and how good you are at basically being a bard. Yeah. It is also just what is in the story and just, basically like bragging and being like, Oh yeah, I've done this cool shit. I've done that cool shit. I've survived this. I've fought this. Da, 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 da. And then you just kind of like suss out who's going to be like more. Who's top. Yeah. Who's top. <laughs> so, uh, what is the penalty for perjury there? Yeah. Stretching the truth is allowed. Oh, okay. Okay. But if you're caught outright lying, it's going to bring a lot of shame. Mm. You basically become a pussy. Right. Immediately. And it's like, Hey, like, it's cool if you're telling, like, a fish story and you lie a little bit about, like, how big the fish was. Yeah. But, but you if you, but you can't lie about going on the fish trip. Yeah. Right. You can't or catching like, the fish. Yeah, yeah, you can't be like, I caught 50 fish. And it'd be like, bro, you caught two. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those, uh, if you, as a storyteller, want to have two gang girl meet up and then, like, do the story swap thing and however is most appropriate for the characters. And you want to have people do... Uh, performance versus insight checks against each other to like that'd be fun that could be really cool like tension scene mm-hmm. that could be really fun uh, i feel like that would be like we were talking earlier the the storyteller dude that just like rolls up his sleeves yeah that's that yeah, yeah he like that. gets up and he's like yeah we can fight like i you know you remind me of this one dude i beat the shit out of while he's doing it yeah, and... yeah, yeah. oh absolutely uh the old book does have a scene that i consider to be slightly cringe of uh, describing two gang roles, like meeting up and one of them is telling like old timey stories. And then they cut to this other person who starts doing a rap, which rap battles isn't it absolutely valid. Yeah. And I think would be really cool. The way it was written. The book was very much a like, Oh no, mm. this is somebody at like a church camp trying to do a rap about Jesus. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so could be a good way to highlight the multifaceted cultural aspects of the gang grill. Do it in a way that's respective (laughs) and not, you know. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. But that is your game. Do that in a way that makes sense for y'all. Yeah. Uh, Oral traditions have a uh, way of preserving history in ways that written history sometimes doesn't. So depending on uh, the gang girls and the age of them and how integrated they are into the society, some of them might have oral tradition stories from like thousands of years ago. They're going to have story beats and details that other characters are not going to have access to. Mm-hmm. Especially with the, uh, uh, I'm forgetting the word. The, uh, the Western academia ha- does not take oral tradition 
accounts of things very seriously, especially until recently. Yeah. So, you know, the many centuries of native history that we've all just been ignoring for ages. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying that's social commentary or anything. Right. <laughs> but yes, sometimes the process of uh, sizing each other up will just end up in a fist fight anyways. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you might be having a story and then just, they're, they're just they're too angry and then just... Bruh! You're in the middle of a story, the dude just punches you in the face. Yeah. Like, oh, and fuck. That, All and right. Now, now it's on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that point, you better be like, man, I, ho I hope you put points in fortitude. Yep. <laughs> I really hope you did. And now we have the gathers. Uh, these are meetings held by the gang girl uh, to hang out, swap stories, and decide clan business. Mm -hmm. uh, none of these have been held to hold the whole clan. There's not like a clan wide agreement. Like, we're going to meet up at this cliff at this time. The whole clan. Mm. It's more of like a regional thing. Mm. Okay. There can be some large ones. I know there's, in lore, there's some like big ones that happen out on the west coast of America. Yeah. That like people will travel internationally to go to, but that's about as big as they ever get. Mm. It's kind of like having a fest. Right. Uh, locations and times are generally shared by word of mouth. Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes, the elders of the clan will wait until the neonates have passed out. Or have been knocked out before they have, like, serious talk. <laughs> There's like, oh, well, the little ones get themselves tuckered out before we talk real business. Get tuckered out. That's what I do with my dogs. <laughs> I just let them run around for a bit. They'll chill. Yes. Yeah, you just let them... Yeah. In uh, Old World notes, they said that the, these gatherings are generally held around the equinoxes and the solstices. You can change those as you desire. Mm -hmm. You know, the world is fucked. Time is weird. Time is do what weird. you want. Um, one of my favorite notes, though, was only the solstice meetings were uh, opened up to people outside of the clan. Equinoxes was purely locked down, clan only. Hmm. Solstice, they're like, eh, if they're cool, yeah, you can bring a friend. That's fine. Interesting. Uh, which has led to Malkavians hosting mock parties around the solstice. Yes. Just yeah. dicks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, well, we, we'll get, make it into it when we do their episode, but there also would, are reasons that a Malkavian would want to hold parties around the solstice, yes. even if the gang girl just think they're mocking them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you vote for the Malkavians, we'll get into that. Until then, it's a secret. I'm excited for that yes. one. Oh, that one's, that one's also going to be one of our, ooh, the research, and this is going to be... It's going to be spicy. Yeah. Speaking of spicy, uh, boasting contests, storytelling sessions, and fighting uh, will take place over the course of a night to several nights during these gathers. Uh, the gathers can make or break your reputation within the clan for years. So if a gather is called and you don't show up... You're it, a bitch. You're kind of a bitch. If you show up and you get your ass kicked, you're kind a bitch. Kind of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow thanks guys <laughs> so it's kind of like going to riot fest but then just like you know your ability to get a job or like interact with anybody in the entire like scene is fucked based yeah. on your performance at riot fest yeah. <laughs> damn right uh we do have some fun variants within the clans uh in v5 there is not official bloodlines for clan gangrel these are all mentioned as bloodlines in the previous edition. I think these are more just fun flavors and tones you can take mm. for your gang girl now. If you feel like the description for gang girl is too fucking vague. Because mm. it's, I love that it's left wide for interpretation for players to fuck with. But I know it's really daunting for new players sometimes to be like, I don't, I just give me a fucking direction and I can go. Mm -hmm. 
So we got some listed here that I think are just neat from the old world. I do like this one because this does challenge like the usual thought process people have because most everyone immediately thinks country gangrel. Yeah. Every, uh, this challenges the thought processes and ideas of like what everybody thinks, which is just, oh yeah, all gangrel are country gangrel. But there's also... Yeah, so they're uh, city versus country gangrel. These two groups are sabat gangrel. Uh, city gangrel were a bloodline that had adopted to living in an urban environment. Think kind of like coyotes and raccoons. Mm. Uh, these were tied in with the sabat, so they're, they could be a little bit more slick and, you know, could be either like uh tactical urban fighters or they could be more like boardroom or like i run a nightclub mm, that kind mm -hmm. of shit uh country gang girl were the uh bloodline that was spot leaning that tended to lean really hard into nature and were leaning very heavily into their animalistic natures and these ones were particularly brutal oh they were the clicky boys yeah, so if you want to bring up some of that as a antagonist of a country gang girl who is like hardcore sabat, you can go full like animal if you want, just Again, for funsies. Thirty days of night. Yeah, they're just like tearing people's intestines out and just mm -hmm. fucking going ham. Yeah, yeah. We have the Mariners. Uh, very yes. few gang girl uh, learn to hone their skills to be suited for the water. Uh, these were gangrel that would kind of lean into like shark and crocodile mm. aesthetics and behaviors. Uh, they're very rare. The only known group of them to have existed uh, was a lake that's set between Malawi, Mozambique, and Tanzania, so in Africa. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. Uh, you might just see like a mariner randomly, but yeah, that the only known coterie of them existed in, around this big ass lake in Africa. No. And I'm guessing that was like long time ago because you said the only ones that did exist. So yeah, uh, they they were known to exist. If you want to set your game in Africa, in Dark Ages era, maybe. Oh, not even doesn't even have to be Dark Ages. But if you want to set a game in Africa and bring up Mariners, it's like I don't see why not to be like, oh yeah, they haven't been seen for X amount of time. They could show back the fuck up. This could be a thing from the past there's a lot of ways you can run with this i just thought it was neat yeah because mm. as sarah said like there's no technical bloodlines these are just flavors you can use for your game because those are all like old world stuff i was just curious though because you said so i didn't know if it's like they're not there anymore that in yeah. like modern like oh maybe they hit the ocean they're just somewhere N else now yeah huh. could have gone full saltwater crocodile and they're like i'm i'm in the fresh water i'm in the salt water <laughs> i don't know oh my gosh they're having naval battles with the submarine full of Lasalle. Oh my god! <laughs> I would love that. What are you doing with the nature, with the ocean nature? Stop it! Right. Just, do you realize how pollutant these things are? And just like beating the shit out of it. <laughs> just like if I crack it open, I get the treat inside. <laughs> it's an asshole pinata. <laughs> that could just be a whole adventure right there. Yeah. Oh, super fun we oh, have. God. That is actually how you do that one shot. If you do the like. And a sombra on the submarine, and then the horror of just like you start hearing knocking outside, <laughs> and it doesn't sound like friendly dad shadow knocking. It sounds like aggressive trying to get in knocking. It sounds like the shark that's trying to eat the cables of the internet at the bottom of the ocean. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So next. Oh, why'd you put this plastic in the ocean? Yes. Next uh, bloodline is the Washin. Uh, this is a term for the gang girl within the Ashira. Mm -hmm. So the the Muslim leaning. Uh, vampires. Uh, they're this 
uh, a chunk of the clan is broken into two major kind of sects. Uh, many of the Washin travel across the Arab Peninsula in North Africa, viewing themselves as protectors of the Bedouin, and tended to be very wary of settled civilization and uh, Islamic culture. <laughs> they're just kind of like, no, we're super, they're more traditional and the older. We still didn't agree to this settle down shit. Yeah, yeah, no. We really. like our tents. It's like, no, 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 we got, we have our ways of living that are, have been going on for thousands of years and we're perfectly valid and fuck off. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, no. And then there's the Taifa, which are the Islamic gang girl that tend to be uh, warrior scholars and embrace uh, amongst fighters within their own cultures. And mm. they tend to sometimes work with other uh, Bana Hakim. Hmm. So, yeah, I just thought it was kind of a fun like, oh, yeah, they kick ass for the Lord, but like they actually read books and shit and do yeah. math. And I'm just like, that's fun. I enjoy that. I uh, always saw Gangrel as like, I'm going to punch you. I got my claws. But the idea of like a Gangrel in like body armor mm-hmm. with a rifle is yeah. also kind of scary. Yeah. Again, somebody is playing a Gangrel that sits behind a computer yeah. and uses drones. Right. And it's just like, oh no, I have a seagull too, motherfuckers. One thing I think is really interesting. Um, my buddy was telling me he's actually out in the Middle East right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought it's interesting that the Taifa were all like warrior scholars. He was because mm-hmm. he listened to our Gangrel or sorry, he listened to our ghoul episode. Uh-huh. And he was talking to me that like there's actually Islamic views of ghouls where they're actually closer to like holy scholars. Mm-hmm. And like and same with like the jinn in mm-hmm. Islamic faith. Yeah. They will actually just be like scholars. Of yeah. like the Islamic faith, mm. which was I thought really interesting. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah, I when I did the research for the ghoul episode, I went down such a fucking rabbit hole with uh, Islamic, uh, like Arab and Persian interpretations of like ghoul traditional folklore, and I was like, I don't have the time to sink this down into one episode as well as like breaking down how ghouls work within Vampire the Masquerade, and I was yeah. like, this is so fucking neat. I would love to dedicate a whole episode to that, but like, goddamn, uh, time Again, is a bitch. Again, vote on it. Uh, vote on it. Let us know. Let Wait us know if you want that shit. Yeah, if we do a ghouls part three, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think it would be cool to take that and be like, that's just how the Ashira use their ghouls. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, we got little smarty boys. Yeah, and the, we the, saw that library burning down and decided. Oh yeah. Hmm. Well, considering the the traditions from like the Islamic Golden Age and uh, the like the the libraries of Baghdad and all that stuff makes all the sense in the world. But continue on with Gangro bloodlines. Uh-huh. Uh, we have the Akunazi, which is a bloodline of Gangro that are the most organized, and they tend to be advisors and scholars, and they organized around Ghana and spread throughout West Africa. Hmm. Are they vaguely spider themed? Yes, they yeah. are tied into Anansi. That's mm. what I was like. I'm like, yes. I know. I know word morphology. I'm like, yeah. they got spider pets, don't they? Yeah, they, they have a lot of spider themes and a lot of uh, ties in with uh, uh, knowledge. Mm-hmm. Kind of just like, they're a big thing. Unlike other gang girl who will tend to move around and travel and swap stories, they, uh, they get a certain uh, power bonus if they sit down somewhere, like settle, and then like amass uh, property in a library and mm. all that stuff. Cool. Hell yeah. You know, like a spider with like a little web. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is my little burrow. I'm here. Yes. Also, Anansi in American Gods is so fucking good. Yes. I was about to say so that fucking is my good. favorite interpretation of Anansi. I think that I have read or seen. Right. right. Just Ugh. 
so fucking good. Yeah. And then we're going to end with uh, my favorite Gabriel bloodline, which is Leannon. <laughs> uh, this is the Druidic bloodline from Dark Ages that is believed to have come from the crone from the Book of Nod as opposed to Cain. Hmm. There's a lot of these clans that are like, Cain isn't our actual daddy. Yup. Uh, yeah, so the crone as a whole other fucking mythos thing uh, also fucked with Cain and gave him powers and it's a whole thing. But... The fun thing with Leannon is they practice a form of blood sorcery where they uh, were super witchy and also made them literally weak to civilization. Like their being was if they stayed in a city for too long, they would actually take negatives to dice rolls. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So kind of like the Ravnos now, but yeah. they have to keep moving where it's like if you stay in this city. Yeah. If you, yeah. Depending on your uh, blood potency, like the more potent you were, like the less evenings you could spend in civilization you had to fuck off into the woods mm. uh and all of their blood sorceries based off of the old like caldonic blood Ooh, sor- like okay. sorcery stuff but all of their stuff is themed very uh 1973 the wicker man nice so it's a lot of like i could tell the future i need to hang a man from a tree and spin his body counterclockwise and the blood leaking onto the ground will tell me let me predict things yeah. and they have a five dot sorcery where they literally make a wicker man and burn a guy in it. They can take those ashes and make a paste that lets them walk in the sun for a day. Wow. It's so fucking cool. I love it. Yes. It's great. Okay. Uh, They are supposedly extinct. Supposedly. So, you know, if you want to make a really uh, witchy pagan uh, gangrel, I don't see why the fuck not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Remember folks, if you didn't see the clan die, is it dead? And even if you did. You know, weird shit's happening. Who the yeah. fuck knows? Yeah, remember, you can bring vampires back if you just get their ashes together and just drop a shitload of blood on it. It'll be fine. Who was it we were talking about last episode? His whole ass got eight, and then they're like, oh, actually, I think he's back. <laughs> oh, Earl Shiki. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 not Earl no, Shiki. No, 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 it no. was Mithras. Mithras, yeah. yeah. Yep. Which yeah. I was just like, wow, that kind of vibe. I'm like, this guy's this is neat. Yeah. So disciplines for mm-hmm. the gang girl. You get animalism. Aww, you can have pets, and yeah. you also get to uh, ha- do sensory things through animals, and you get some animalistic abilities depending on what uh, tree fork an animalism you want to go. Speaking of, if you like druids, you can talk to the animals yes. and not just roll animal kin. I mean, you still have to roll animal kin to like convince them to do shit, but you can like literally be like, no, you can bro, have a you, conversation. Yeah, you can be like, yeah. stop it instead of just you. What's the funny thing is, and it's great. You're having a conversation in their language. So everybody else thinks you're an unhinged psychopath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just have a network of spies that are just feral cats. So could you make a vampire that was basically just like, I guess like, uh, is it Cinderella? Where mm-hmm. you're like, everyone thinks he's a Tori- she's a Toreador. And then she's just like, oh, she's chatting with a bird right now. Maybe Malkavian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. You could totally be like, a gang girl that's like, oh, yeah, no, 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 I, 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 I live in the city. I have a certain fashion aesthetic. I do things. But then they just have this, like, legion of, like, Disney princess animals, like, helping them. Which, actually, that brings up the greatest part, because I know that's the way they communicate. Does that mean the Anskenazi, when they talk to their spiders, they don't talk? They just do interpretive dance in front of the spider? They're that just, like, tapping on the ground and just, like, back like, and forth? Oh, yeah, like, little jumping spiders that do oh, the little yeah, dance. Yeah, they just use their hand. They're like... <laughs> they're like 
Uh, you guys can't see. I'm doing a little hand like, dance little, with my yeah, little, little hand little bug. Adam's family thing. We are a podcast, which is an auditory art form, yes. unfortunately. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> which, which is too bad. That was a very sultry hand dance. It was. It was, it was very good, but I'm just like... I'm thinking of that like as a human, just like in the corner, just like doing interpretive dance. And the cutter is like, what the fuck? And they can't see the little tarantula just like right. dancing, dancing back. back. Yeah, just. Uh, mm-hmm. My God. Yeah, your hand spider was going to get all the bitches. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was big. It was big and pretty. Other other uh, gangrel uh, discipline is fortitude. You tanky as fuck. Um, Punch me, man. But fucking hit me. Whatever. Uh, it's so good. Speaking also, of, mental tank. Yeah. Speaking of relative to animalism, there's also a uh, fortitude dot you can take that increases your bondus familiar's amount of health. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. There's That's one cool. that you could just be like, oh no, your ranks in fortitude. Also, is that a is that an in animalism or is no? It's in fortitude. It's a no, no, no. It's an amalgam. Is it an amalgam? No, no, I don't think so. It's just straight up like, oh, if you have animalism, your bond is familiar. You can get swole. Yeah, it'd be weird that it's not a amalgam. Yeah, double check that real quick. Yeah, because animalism, you can ghoul as many animals as you want, but you can only have like one bond is familiar. So you can only have one special pet, Mm -hmm. but you can ghoul whatever the fuck. As long as you can continue feeding them, just like. So, is there a limit to what kind of animal you can have as a Bondus Familia? Mm-mm. Not that I'm aware of. Really? No. You, okay. So, I could have an elephant. Mm-hmm. Not so why not. I mean, other than the practicality of it. Yeah, it's, it's what just... is wrong with the practicality of it? Stop me. I have an elephant. That's a ghoul. Stop. <laughs> Actually, the problem is not stopping you. Do you have you. the it's... resource dots to house and feed your elephant? Well, I don't need the resource dots. It will make its own house out of whatever warehouse we choose. Which actually, that's the thing. The problem <laughs> of having a elephant for your bond is familiar is not stopping you. It's stopping the elephant. The elephant is yeah, very exactly. intelligent. If I was just exactly. like, hey, buddy, I need you to stop. We're buds and I'm, we're, we're doing this together. They would listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Some, speaking of intelligent and also a little scary, if you want to make one of those mariners whose bond is a squid. No, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah cool. familiar. You have to get a new one every couple of years, but like yeah, well. and they're opening jars and hell yeah. Well, no, you wouldn't. Oh yeah, because cool. yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Oh, this octopus get hella dangerous. How smart can an octopus get? I'm con- I'm convinced that their lifespan is what's holding them back. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> uh, they actually had a program on I think it was Discovery Channel and. A long time ago that was just like what happens if we fuck off the earth either we die or like, oh yeah i remember like, octopus yeah. come on land and they become pretty much monkeys yeah exactly yeah, yeah they I were just that. like yeah, yeah, yeah 800 like, years from now they'll be the new us yeah. yeah just swinging through the trees i remember that graphic yeah. and yeah. It, was, it was real good just I, that was one of the few times in my life where i was like i don't think i ever need to do drugs <laughs> like i've seen this like this I'm is good. a thing that happened and everyone was stone ass sober for it but speaking of I, fortitude it is an amalgam. You, okay. Okay. Yeah. You, I mean, it would make sense. You have to have Bondus Familiar. So they're like, you have to have Animal One. Yeah. Which is yeah. where Bondus Familiar is. I think that's just mechanically to be like, why would you take this if you didn't have a Bondus yeah. Familiar? Right. But yeah, speaking of fortitude, yep. I, it reminded me of, we were talking about the, you know, the story time devolving into fights. Yeah. But if you want to really swing nuts and your character can't fight at all, just be like, all right, Fortitude Four. And I'm not going to fight back while this guy's wailing on me. I'm just going to keep telling my story. Yes. Honestly, that is a pimp-ass move to just be like, just get a fucking clocked to... in the face and then just like wipe your face. So anyways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just keep, you just let him tucker himself out while he beats up on you. And then you're like, all right, all right now that you're done, 
Can I finish the story? Mm-hmm. Just like thanks, and just standing oh, over five? them and look down and just be like pussy. <laughs> yes, Anyways. I just meant a high call, dot number. Call him a pup. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I was like, oh, look at this little pup. He's tuckered out. Yeah. Anyway, in, guys, back to the time I fought a shark. Yeah, <laughs> four in the main book is just making other people tough as fuck. Ah, oh. yeah. This is taking your. That's the uh, well. Also, fortitude four gives you four extra dice yeah. to any like resistance rolls. Yeah, because of your first dot. Yeah, so. That's Here. a lot. Yeah. You you strong. Uh, the last major discipline and the in-clan one for the gangrel is Protean. This is the one they're mostly known for. Uh, it lets you shape change and get some beastie abilities and claws and fangs and uh, the glowy eyes that let you see in the dark and also scare the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. You want to be scary Lady Deathstrike from Marvel? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to like, do you want to be an animorph? You can. You can. Did, did you get caught mid-morph? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's the clan bane, which I'm talking about next. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've decided to call it Feral Nature, because it doesn't really give it a fucking title. Uh, when do you guys want to read the quote for this? Or? Actually, could we go back a second? Yeah, what's up? Yeah. So, Protean, it's like shape-changing, but it... Is it full like anamorph? Like I'm a fish now, or I thought there were rules like it had to be like a similar size to you. Yeah, there are... there's stipulated rules. It's not full on like yeah. I'm a goldfish. Because uh, technically, and again, according to this out, action, pull it back. Yeah, because uh, technically, with the shape change, you get one. You get one specific thing, and technically. I think it's mainly because it has to be your size, and I think the main ones are wolf. There's another one for the main one, but the other one is usually SETI is a large fucking constrictor snake. Because it's usually a wolf or I think there's like a Yeah, there's bird. one where it lets you do a full animal morph and they yeah. generally want you to pick something that's like roughly the same mass yeah. as you. So if you want to be a fucking giant ass constrictor snake. I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also pick like mountain lion, wolf. Uh, can you pick a wolverine? I don't remember how big those are. They're, they're not as big. They're either. not big. Yeah, I think if that's one of those talk to your ST and you guys can do a little bit of Googling. Right. But it's and pretty I think, open I mean, to You can also just kind of talk to your ST if you want to be something smaller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why why not yeah like yeah. what's the harm in letting you become like a like a dog there if i go. want to be, be a pit bull it's yeah. 40 pounds instead of 160 but it's a pit bull yeah like what's why would that be a problem yeah because it says in the book it says vampires can only change into one type of animal usually a wolf sometimes a large feline or giant snake yeah that's those are just examples yeah, yeah. i just one of those touch based your stl decks yeah. like i i am currently playing a game girl and i have decided to flavor this one to be very owl i haven't taken protein to the point where i could do the full morph but you know there's ones where like he lets you get claws and shit so mm-hmm. i'm just like well instead of like cat or wolf looking claws can i just make it look like raptor talons like it's mechanically the same but mm-hmm. like which also brings up the other point because mine is also burb yeah well it's crow and i'm like those things are fucking small i'm like does that mean if i do that i'm gonna have to be like chase can i turn into like the dark souls raven just yeah. the biggest bird yeah yeah well if you want a big bird you could do like an ostrich yeah. that would be terrifying they they can fucking gut oh people. dude an oh, emu? no 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 emus fucking horrifying yeah, let's say uh, ostriches are the peaceful dumbasses it's the emus that were like 
hey, Australia, you lost a war to us, bitch. I don't know. I've seen some ostriches fuck some stuff up. Yeah. yeah they, when they get scared, day. they'll try to run away, but you make them corner. upset enough. They will piss <laughs> they and kick can, you like a horse. Right. They can still kick you, and they're still like multiple hundreds of pounds. Yeah. yeah. I still think what you're thinking of. You, it's, it's totally it's, an emu. Yeah, it's emus because, again, I'm, again, folks, if you want a good time, just look up the emu wars. Australia lost a war to emus. They, they well, they're shouldn't... the closest thing to velociraptors yeah. we have on the planet. Also... They literally have a, a nail oh God, that what cuts. Is it? What is and it? they're also as smart. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're very, well. Oh, there's the other big cassowary. Yeah. It looks like an emo, but it's more colorful. Oh, yeah. those things are cool. Yeah, yeah, they're cool, but they will fuck your shit. Uh, uh, you could also mm. be, uh, what is it called? A rock eagle? Yeah, yeah. there's uh, also like some vultures that are like fucking huge, and I have... Minor? Story time. Yes. This might get cut. But uh, there's a reason why my, um, in my memories, my home state, uh, no one played jump the fence to tip the cow. Because there are two types of farms where I'm from. Cow and emu. And there are no signs to say which one it is. The only sign is, I hope you notice the fences are higher. Because if you jump the fence there... The police aren't going to investigate. They're just going to be like, oh, you fucked around with a raptor. Yeah. You did a dumbass. This is why we don't t- cow tip in this place. Because, like, it's like, is it a cow or is it a murder bird? We need, I, I think we've just agreed that we need more Vampire the Masquerade games where vampires morph into a fucking emu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that would be scary as shit. Be scary as just fuck. second inquisition, just like we're gonna fuck up these vampires, and it's just like an advancing squad of emus. It's like we, we'll just leave this place alone. Well, they're also like fucking smart ass birds. Like mm-hmm. there's, I, I've seen like emu keepers that are like, yeah, nah. Like I'll be working on the the farm and or in the pen that they're being kept at, and they like to play this game where they'll like very slowly, quietly sneak up behind you, tap you on your the middle of your back or your shoulder, and then fuck off. Yeah. Because they just want to see if they can get to you before you notice them. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's ominous. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like that. But I've seen clips of that, too. The way they run away is joyful. They're, they're not, like, still, they're like, I'm a predator. They're just like, ee! They do a little jump, and then they just fuck off. It's like they're a like, toddler yes. fucking with you. They're just like, you're it. And I'm like, that's still scary. Yeah. Because you could still have killed. Because if I turn around the wrong way, I'm going to get knifed by this fucking bird. Yeah. You could be an albatross. Yeah. They have an 11 foot wingspan. They're huge. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Get creative with your morphs. It doesn't have to be a wolf every goddamn time. Nope. Yeah. It can just be remember, inside it's of you. It's gotta be one. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry for the editing. No. So, uh, the clan bane for Gang Girl is Feral Nature. I made that name up, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good job. He yeah. wants to read. In Frenzy, Gangrel gain one or more animal features, a physical trait, a smell, or a behavioral tick. These features last for one more night afterwards, lingering like a hangover following debauchery. Each feature reduces one attribute by one point. The storyteller may decide that a forked tongue or a bear-like musk reduces charisma, while bat-like ears reduce resolve. All those distracting sounds. If nothing immediately occurs to you, the feature reduces intelligence or manipulation. The number of features a gang girl manifests equals their bane severity. If you 
if your character rides the wave of their frenzy, so basically they choose to take it instead of rolling, you can choose only one feature to manifest, thus taking on only one penalty to their attributes. Hmm. Uh, does this also follow the usual game mechanic that it cannot reduce an attribute under zero? I would assume. Okay. Making sure. So yeah, don't cheese the game and be like, ah, my dump stat, that's the one that's going to be affected because then you basically are taking no negatives Mm -hmm. or you're getting knocked the fuck out and you're out of the scene. Yeah, exactly. I'm just making sure because I was like, Suck if somebody was like, I want to take manipulation. Also, another fun time to get fucking creative with just fuckery. Uh... I I generally just for my own notes when I'm making girl characters I preemptively select a couple of attributes and flaws like fuck fuckery that will happen just in case in the moment everybody has a brain blank and you're like uh uh you already have something written down right. you can just default mm-hmm. to that but if you find something in the moment that would be more apropos go for it like mm-hmm. with the the owl gang girl I'm gonna be playing. I'm fully expecting if I frenzy uh, to have like, cause owls are so sensitive to like noise and shit to just be like, well, I can hear people breathing a mile down the road on top of everything else. Ah, <laughs> or you're just, your eyes fucking dilate and just will not go down. And you're just like, I can't be in light. Like this sucks. Yeah. And various other <laughs> problem feathers, just feathers just bursting out of your skin. Like black swans. <laughs> Yeah, you start hooing. Because mm-hmm. uh, again, the good thing is, like in the old world games, that shit was just permanent. Yeah. Or oh, if you want to get real dick, if somebody's got like a bird theme, your bones, you frenzy, and your bones go hollow, so you take a negative to stamina because you're just fragile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, oh god. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah. Hardcore goth. Hardcore goth. Yeah. So that's fun. And then the clan compulsion. Uh, feral impulses that is from the book it, all the clan compulsions are on page 210 if you need the reference who the fuck wants to read this <clears throat> returning to an animalistic state the vampire regresses to a point where speech is hard clothes are uncomfortable and arguments are best settled with teeth and claws for one scene the vampire gains a three dice penalty to all roles involving manipulation and intelligence and can only speak in one word sentences during this time. You grumpy little boy. So spicy. He's such a spicy little puppy. Yeah, that happened in the, the same game with the gang girl that got fucked over by the lupines. Yeah. Yeah, same thing happened to He's had the worst run in our fucking game. Fucking champ, this player. Uh... But yeah, we he we were in his cabin in the middle of fucking nowhere in like the woods in uh, Washington State, and the cabin was being assaulted by, I think, Pentax like mutated agents. I think is the best way to explain it. Hmm. But yeah, it was just me playing a Bonnie Hakeem and the gang girl guy, and because they were attacking his haven and some other mitigating factors he ended up with a clan compulsion. So it was just the tactical guy and then the other, only other tactical person in the party. And that we got through that by the skin of our teeth, basically on the fact that I was just like, dead ass had to look at him right before the assault. Just be like, look, I can see you're fucked. Just bark one word orders at me. Yeah. That's it. I was like, anything else I, I will. Yeah. Run. It's like, Left, right, like north, south, east, west, like cardinal directions, that kind of shit. (laughs) So it worked, but it was very like, 
Oh, no, this is tough. a distinct disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Meanwhile, he's taking off his body armor because it's so uncomfortable. He was sniping. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, um, so I, he's like blowing heads from like 500 yards away and then I'm just catching everybody in the short and mid-range with a fucking knife. Right. <laughs> Good. Dressed Good. in tweed because I'm like, I'm a scholar. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh... So yeah, that can be really cool. It could also just be like, oh no. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. you're grumpy at Elysium. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not good. <laughs> Spicy feral kitten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Again, so... it's pissing on my carpet. <laughs> right? Which I'm impressed oh. by because we're vampires. You should have none. <laughs> yeah. You should that... have none pissed. <laughs> and that's when you just look at the sire and be like, okay, the first time that was an accident. The second time, that was a choice. Because <laughs> they are now on... spite peeing. Yeah, yeah. Now he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> you left your clothes crumpled up on the ground and he's... This, found a way to fuck with you. So this reminds me of my theater teacher in high school told told us this story yes. where her cat wasn't allowed in the bathroom with her when she was taking showers because it would like try to get in the shower or it would just fuck with stuff the whole time. Uh. It would get in and then she'd be in the middle of the shower like lathered up and it'd be like, I want the fuck out! You know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so one time it sneaks in without her knowing mm-hmm. and she closed the door, she's in the shower and then she just hears like some thudding around. She pulls the shower curtain. The cat looks at her does the intro to the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin goes and then pisses on the carpet <laughs> and she's like what the fuck like, why <laughs> this, this was great but also right yeah yeah what have i done to offend you <laughs> like i don't know it wanted out i guess yeah uh, so uh uh any ideas that we have about gangrel characters that we want to share I, I really like the Mariners. Yeah, uh, that's I'm, fun. I'm probably going to be retooling the character I'm uh, doing on the stream game to be the freebie character because I think Mariner characters really should vibe with Gangrel a lot more because it's just like, hey guys, if we're like, care about nature, we are slowly but surely converting the ocean to be plastic. Yeah. Why? Uh, I. I not comfy, not comfy, not comfy, not comfy. Also, global warming is fucking the ocean currents, which is just completely fucking the entire, like, flow mm-hmm. of everything. Like, uh... Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to have existential dread. We have fun here. Yay! <laughs> hey! I've, I know it's kind of, like, stereotypical, but I've always really liked the idea of playing a park ranger that's a gang girl. Yes. I just think it'd be fun. It's just a really wholesome park ranger... Who's like out there to fucking help the people explore the goddamn park, and then at night, at night, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does all the night walks. He does, you know, all that stuff. Actually, yes, ending that, you could do a, a fire watch. Yeah, because yeah, they do. He just they sits do, out in their middle. They do need guys to watch. They well, actually, they technically are twenty-four hour positions. Yeah, but like if you had like a ghoul watching during the day, right. and like mm-hmm. at night, you're just like, oh, this is the easiest time to tell when shit's on fire, or like. Oh no, you get a call over the radio and be like, oh no, campers are having problems. Just be like, duk, 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 duk. that right. would be a terrifying uh, gangrel one shot. Is like, oh yeah, we're, we're park rangers and we're doing fire watching, and then a fire happens. What do you do? Because, you know, your beast is like, nope, 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 yeah. nope. Yeah, oh. Uh, oh. Right? Oh, that'd be super fun. But, um. Yeah, I actually had a character I would like to play for something I had made a, and the game never took place, but, um,. There is a, I can't remember the name of it, but there is um, in, I think it's in the 
Cam Cam book, mm-hmm. but they're a group of still tower affiliated gangrel who are essentially just a no. It's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's in the Chicago book. They're still like tower affiliated biker gang who just basically commit hits for the prince. Yeah. Um. And so I bought into that. So I had a character who was there. I think they're basically archons. No. I believe this uh, is that the wolf pack. That's the wolf pack. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're archon. They might be just uh, extensions of either the scourge or hounds for the sheriff. Essentially. I believe they, are they actually archons. I don't. I remember. believe the high up members of it are some okay, level. Okay. The leadership of the gang being an archon makes sense. But I was like the whole gang. I was like they can't all be archon. Like that's that'd crazy. be intense. That would be. Yeah. I'd be terrified. They are. They are. Uh, it's a coterie of archon gangrels Ooh. that roam all over Illinois. Dang, all yeah. right. So That's cool. I, I had made a character who was one of those, but it was supposed to be a Sabat game. Mm-hmm. So my character had gone up to Detroit undercover as a Sabat member to be mm-hmm. like, all right, well. That's really cool. Because they're one of those that they're just like, we don't like werewolves is one of their main things. So like, well, the Sabat are fighting the werewolves. So I'm going to go see what's happening and maybe I'll fight some were- get to fight some werewolves too. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's super valid. Yeah, I did that. Actually, uh, on one of your notes, I didn't find a good place to bring it up, but it's uh, I do love it. Uh, like how all the gang girl just fucked off from the camera at once. Yeah. I have also noted that, much like uh, in Transformers, uh, if you see Ravage leave the battlefield, you should as well. If you see the gang girl leaving, you probably should as well. Yeah, it's, they, kind of, it's like the energy of like, why is my dog scared? And then like an earthquake or a thunderstorm happens. Yeah. Yeah, if the, 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 the animals are squidgy, there might be a reason for that. Yeah, yeah. If they're like, I'm leaving. They'll be like, what? And just be like, you should be following them. Yeah. They're probably going in the safest direction. Well, to be fair, you probably shouldn't be following them because they might be going home and then they'll kick your ass for being on their house mm-hmm. or yeah. near their house. <laughs> or, you know, they might like the fact that you have the balls to be like, are you, you're actually... You're you're down. All right. All right. Well, All right. you're down or just like, oh, you're not a fucking idiot. You yeah. actually listened. Oh, right. yeah. You listened to what I was doing when I was putting it down. And there's a lot of things, if you want to tie that more directly into your story of why that happened, like maybe they knew about the Second Inquisition starting up or someone, they word got out. Maybe they knew about what's going on in the Middle East. And either way, they're like, yeah. cities are not where any of us should be. So we're gone. You know, I was thinking of it like recently as, well, right now, as we were talking about it, um, I think it'd be kind of cool if like maybe one of those reasons, I don't it could also just be like they don't like the cam that much they'd rather be like a tarkus probably yeah. um but i like the idea of it's not a spooky thing that they all knew how to leave like at the same time because they have oral traditions and they do are they are nomadic and they you know um have small gatherings so what's not to be like okay guys in a year and a half we're walking out and we just spread that through storytelling yeah. throughout the clan it's that's either, a cool idea it's either that or it's also you know just like the oral tradition of just like after like decades of like the camp's fucked the camp's fucked the camp's yeah. fucked and then they just all are like fade, just ghost mm-hmm. like just new phone who dis yeah. right there is some details about why they left based around a specific npc called it's either Javier or Xavier. Oh, okay. This is one of those names where like it was pronounced in two different ways. I flipped between the two. Right. I need to double check uh, the actual candidacy, which way it's pronounced, because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking moron and a hack and a fraud. But that will be covered more in depth on the next episode. Yay. Yes. I would say for your game, you could always make it somewhere in between. It is spooky to literally everyone else. Yeah. When right, they've just right. been like, 
we've been playing this for two years. What are you talking about? <laughs> we we literally did it with other people here. We were telling those story times yeah. when we were like, let's all leave the can in 2020. Well, remember, <laughs> yeah. well, remember it's probably not spooky to the Malks. The Malks are probably like, oh, okay. No, we, we understand everybody just having like the same thought. I'm sorry, you also have not seen the time knife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I also just like having Gangrel as a good way to introduce uh, like disenfranchised characters because mm. the that clan has more of a reason to embrace for people that aren't in like power structures or in traditionally like a cool person to be embracing. Um, that's kind of what I've tried to do with the character I'm doing for the one stream game where it's like. I'm leaning, I'm trying to lean into like that Lovecraftian Kazillion tradition of like the private eye detective character, but instead of having like a grizzled like military or police background, they were a sex worker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could get a lot of really, like, because the clan is just so open to interpretation, you can go really fucking hard in the paint into uh, tropes that don't get covered in stories terribly often. So, you know. Yeah. Hey, that's fun. Yeah. It's like, why are you angry? And it's like, I don't trust people because I've been used my entire life. Also, I have a gun now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, Gang- you can could, you could go fucking full ham. Gangrel. Clan trust issues. That's all the clans. That's all the clans. That's every vampire. That's just vampire the masquerade. <laughs> trust issues. <laughs> uh-huh. I just thought of a character. yeah. Uh, so you know that uh, single panel from Hellboy that's just the monkey with the gun? <laughs> I unironically want to get those three panels tattooed on me as an armband. Yes. Just, is that a monkey? He's got a gun! Bam! Like, so good. I have a, I have other Hellboy tattoos, so I'm like, I'm not a shitty fan, I promise. No, that's great. That is probably like if you want like the MO of that comic. Honestly, Somebody like Hellboy would work really well as a gangrel. Yeah. Honestly. Also, Abe. Abe Osapien would also work really well as a gangrel. Yeah, he really only gave a shit if he respected people. He didn't give a shit about, like, strength. He was just like, oh, Abe? No, I fucks with Abe. Why? Yeah. Abe's good people. Abe is good people. Also, Hellboy yelled at the government being like, you can't experiment on him. He is a sentient being. He has <laughs> rights. And that's why him and Abe are best friends. Yay. <laughs> yeah. And if you try to experiment on him again... I have a gun. Yeah, I have a gun and rock fist. (laughs) I I do like that a lot of Hellboy just results in, I have a gun. (laughs) I was going to say, you could honestly just make one of those Mariners Mm -hmm. kind of characters. Make all your, um, what is it, the uh, feral nature. Mm -hmm. um, All those like little ticks, like kind of fishy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like halfway there. It's like, what smells like low tide? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, God, you could be really brutal and be like, cool, you have gills now. You better dunk your head in some water, bro. Well, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> huh? You don't. Ar- you already don't breathe. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but you just have gill slits now. Yeah, so it'd probably like fuck up with like charisma. It would super fuck up charisma. And depending on how the gill slits like how deep they are in your neck, it's going to fuck up your ability to talk. So you might be having to talk with just your hands around your neck just to, like, keep the slits down. Push them down. Oh, sorry. Push them down. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're an Innsmouth, you'll fit right in. Yeah. Or no. those, we- those weird double-lidded eyes that a lot of fish have where they, like, close sideways yeah. and then vertically. Uh-huh. Oh. oh, you get mantis shrimp eyes. You're just like, I can see everything. Ah! That would end up in compulsion. Yeah. That would <laughs> <No>. be awful. <laughs> yeah. I can see the universe. 
<laughs> Guys, I can see the infrared spectrum like unironically and I hate it. And also you did not get the mustard stain out of that shirt. <laughs> the only people I'm comfortable looking at now are clowns. Yeah, say because it's supposed to the camp compulsion takes away yeah. so it'd just be like so overloaded by all the things yeah. you can now see mm-hmm. with your crazy eyes that's yeah. why we say compulsion yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, i love it yeah you can get eh, god forbid you have an st that knows a fuckload of animal facts <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing a gang girl like you're so fucked Ooh, another man to shrimp fuck up just be like no you're too fast dexterity down yeah your dexterity's down because you are too strong and you're just breaking everything and yeah. you can't just handle little fragile just crushing everything you reach out to like <laughs> you reach out but you reach out so fast you cause an air pocket bubble and you shatter a window in front of you and you're just like fucking shit no yeah, i was going with the just you too fast you're just like i'm gonna pick up this guy yep. mm-hmm. ah. you just Ooh. crumple a door handle yeah. <laughs> oh no oh we should not be allowed to get any of these ideas. oh god just <laughs> just <laughs> around in your head oh god no. uh negatives to composure because you're just like i can see everything i'm dizzy uh, <laughs> we have fun here thanks paralyzed yes thank you paralyzed for the music uh we exist on patreon we'll be doing our clan polls for the next batch of blood sports so mm-hmm. Hunter's organizing that, I believe, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so these episodes are going to be rolling out. We'll make, I think the formal announcement will line up with part two, but we will be rolling out uh, the next set of clan polls for patrons, and then the ones that our patrons vote for go ahead onto our big Twitter poll for everyone. Yeah. So um, we'll begin that going soon. Yeah. Um, and those are open to our voting tier above. We have a entry level tier if you just want to chuck us a couple bucks but every other tier of that you get a vote uh we also have tiers that um get you drawings from sarah we have uh, movie nights that you guys get a vote on we have um some blood there's all kinds of great stuff um so if you want to check out our patreon we'd really appreciate that it helps us keep doing things yeah Yeah. because sadly we live in a capitalist hellscape yes it's not gang girl approved. No. <laughs> it's not. Thanks, Ventrue. <sighs> no, no, no. Thanks, the syndicate. Remember. Yes. Uh, we exist on Twitter at blank underscore bodies, which is where we will have the blood sports poll once that is all officially put together. Yes. Yes. Because uh, we like community engagement. It yes. is a good time. You can also yeah. find us on Instagram at blank bodies pod, where we have some video art based on uh, previous episodes and other fun shenanigans. And to be had. Hunter just committing war crimes with the camera and a VHS player. <laughs> <laughs> Visual war crimes. I'm here for it. Uh, Discord is free. You can just come hang out and talk with us and the community. The community is pretty bopping. If you do pay for Patreon, you get some extra channels and titles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have some games that are organized there. If you have games that you're running yourself, you want to have them either advertised or you're looking for players. That is There's a good place. There's so many people that are looking to play just World of Darkness stuff. They they, they want to. We can organize games that are not vampire there as well if you mm-hmm. want to do cowboys or mage or 
whatever I the fuck else. Just can't believe Wait, one of our. Is Cowboys a World of Darkness system now? Technically, you can run Cowboys in World of Darkness. That They're... is werewolves historical setting, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. I remember those books. I also think if you want to do vampire cowboys, you could technically take the Victorian age rules mm, and then okay. just shift it to the West. Right. Yeah, we had a new community member that came in and said, "Yeah, no, the only World of Darkness stuff I've played is the World of Darkness Street Fighter system," and I was like. Come the fuck again, comrade? <laughs> they yeah. had a Street Fighter system? Yeah. We, uh, we are learning all sorts of things. I was telling you about because you have the book. Uh, it's called Combat. The World of Darkness book that's just called Combat. Oh. They lost the license to the Street Fighter setting, and so they took all the different fighting styles from that, turned them into World of Darkness rules. Oh. So that is the same setting. If you look at the Street Fighter book... And the combat book for Old World, they're basically the same rules, but they reflavored it because they were licensed Street Fighter. Because yeah. again, it does... The one thing, I'm just like, flavor on combat. It, they have a system to take Muay Thai. And I'm like, bet, oh, that that's one of the scarier ones. Just be like, yeah, have a vampire with that. They'll just shatter your collarbone. Yeah. Uh, speaking of shattering collarbones, if you want to talk to us about any projects that you're working on, we do have an interview series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you, we don't want to interview you if your project involves shattering people's collarbones. What if there's people that have an intense LARP group that has hand-to-hand combat? And it happened once. All right. Yeah. Or again, it's against <laughs> uh, political bodies. Hey, don't forget what clan we did today. If you are the pro wrestler Gangrel and you'd like to come oh, on for an yeah. interview. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Deal. Oh yeah. Honestly, if you're just a pro wrestler and you want to talk about vampire shit, like I'm down. Yeah. 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 That'd be fucking sweet. Uh, we also are happy to do interviews with people that do stream games. You write for the books, uh, cosplay. Uh, are you actually a vampire? Let's know. At blank bodies, uh, with blank bodies at Gmail. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we've done it. Uh, next uh, episode is Gangrel History. I am so fucked. Bring your notepad, kids. Strap take in. Some notes. Yeah. Strap in. I'm trying to do Daddy Beckett proud. Ba-dum, ba-dum. <laughs> ba-dum, ba-dum. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. See you later. Mwah.